0: the retirement domination life after work podcast with tom jacobs and michelle mccormick
1: it's another podcast don't forget subscribe and leave a review and share and we love you for listening and we've had a lot of fun getting to know tom uh these past few weeks and i love when we bring in somebody from the community and today's that day i'm gonna let you introduce who's here
0: Well, we have my friend here today who's been interviewing me for, gosh, I don't know, a year or two. um, At least. At least on WZZM. So, Catherine Behrens is with us today, and we're so thrilled to have her.
1: Thank you. It is so nice to be here. I like the invite. I know, Kat. This is fun. You have been doing television for many, many years. How did you get to Grand Rapids? on television. How'd you get yeah. where you are in your career today? You I think I, we're the same age.
2: Yes, I think we
1: are. Um, we, we shall not say, but
2: when you start saying how long you've been around at a place, then they start doing the math. Like, oh my gosh.
1: And we can take out of a one k almost without being, uh, that now, you know, our age without, being, <laughs> at least I can. She's like, speak for yourself, Michelle, yeah, right. without being penalized. Anyway, tell us about your career.
2: Yeah. So I studied journalism. I got a degree in journalism at Ohio university and, um, I came home to Michigan to look for jobs, and I ended up in Cadillac Driver City Market for a couple, almost four years, and then I came down here to Grand Rapids in 1987. My family, my parents had moved to Grand Rapids when I was in college, so I wasn't from Michigan. I just, um, you know, you just come home and just start looking for jobs, and um, so I have been at WZZM, 13 on your side, for um, 36 years. Oh, my goodness. 36 years this year. Yes. Yeah. Good for Congrats it wow. doesn't happen very much yeah, in that, our industry. It's is, very unique. That
0: is very unique. It's, yeah. It's interesting. So Terry DeBoer, who's with us now, similar story, was with yeah. Wood for almost 30 years. God, yeah. How long have you been at WLAV?
1: I've been plugging only for like 18, I think, uh, years. Only, but only. I've been in, <laughs> in radio locally. I started at it locally when I was 19 years old. I went to Central Michigan and I would drive home to do my shift, and I'm fifty-nine now, so forty years That's amazing. in radio. In I I went to Detroit and I did some work. In New Jersey, but uh, for the most part, West Michigan. I just
0: got to say, what a great blessing for me and for Jacobs Financial to have three of the most powerful women in media partnering with Jacobs Financial. I mean, how cool is that?
1: It's very cool, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool, Tom. It's very cool. It is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, what did you start doing when you first came to 13? I
2: was a producer and special projects reporter, So, um, and they had never had producers because the anchors produce their own shows Mm -hmm. and timed them you'd be sitting on the desk and anchoring the news and you'd be like you know with a pencil erasing times and you know trying to figure out
1: when you had to hit a commercial break and stuff like that and um back timing it's called back back timing timing, yes yeah you got to back time a break like i have 30 seconds now if i yeah
2: and so anyway i was a producer on special projects but very quickly um they needed me to be full-time reporter so i did that and then i um I started anchoring, fill in anchoring, and then I started the morning news as an anchor with Peter Ross. Remember Peter Ross? Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. He now works in the United States Senate as an aide for a Michigan senator. Yep. Peters.
1: Wow.
2: And so he was my co-anchor to start the morning news at WZZM. And I did that for about 12 years, anchored in the mornings at noon and reported. And then I moved into management. I was a, and I stayed on the air a lot of the time that I was in management, but I was um, the special projects producer on the news department management team, which was really great to be able to have more of an influence on what we did and how we did it. I'm and training people too. training and people. Coming. I've seen you in
1: action. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so, and mentoring people still in school, you know, I just love all of that. And so I did that. And then I got brought up to the station management team. So I'm a department head there now, uh, that, well, that's been over 20 years and, um, it's a better bathroom, isn't it? Better bathrooms, get
1: yeah. your own kitchen, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs>
2: right no kitchens across the hall from me <laughs> no. you smell all the burnt popcorn and <laughs> anyway um, but yeah uh, so I've been doing that for a long time over 20 years and I do all of our programming I do our community work everything that we do in the community wow. and um, 20 years ago uh, we started a local lifestyle program nobody in the market had one it was called uh, at the time we had to make it up because they said to me you're gonna develop it you're gonna make it what you wanted it to be and they gave me a team itty bitty team there were four of us and they said find someone to host the show so I looked and looked and looked and and they were like everybody kept saying at the station you really should be hosting it and I'd say oh that's really nice let's keep looking and so we'd we'd look and look and look nobody we couldn't find you know just just didn't seem right and so finally my boss said I want you hosting it so it, you know there i was developing a show that then i ended up hosting and then over the years we just changed we changed time slots we expanded to an hour and we were the only game in town for about eight years uh doing that kind of a show and the model is different it's got um news and lifestyle i used to say i do pedicures <laughs> and healthcare, and you know um, and then clients could pay to come on the show as well. And so it was a nice mix of editorial content we came up with. And it was a real reflection of the community and what our viewers uh, wanted. And so it was a wonderful experience. We did it for about 20 years, put it on hiatus during the, the pandemic. Yeah. We did it for a while on Zoom, but we were like, this is chintzy. This is not, you know. If you can't do your best, why are you doing it? I agree. Right. It was and hard. so, yeah. it, and it was a tough decision to make and we put it on hiatus um, and so we're still in that position and, and, you know, planning to hopefully bring it back at some point. So we'll see.
0: Well, Super. we were talking off the air that there's a possibility it might come back. So it's exciting.
2: Yeah. You never know. I mean, we still, we talk about it a lot, uh, sometimes weekly. and um, <laughs> It's it, fun, though. It's it was fun a great, television. It was a great show. And yeah. we had a lot of fun doing it. And I think um, its absence is felt. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: so with that showing off the air, but you're still doing lifestyle-related type stuff. I am. I'm still creating content. we met, yeah.
2: Yeah, so you and I met Tom doing your segments, and I have learned a lot. What's the best time to plant an oak tree? <laughs> um, <laughs> I got all my Tomisms, which I share, you know, like try to sound really smart about money. I share them all the time, you know, in public with my family and friends. My
0: Catherine-ism uh, is the handy-dandy notebook.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: his roadmap. Handy-dandy notebook. You get a handy dandy notebook. (laughs) Uh, Knowing that you have worked with Tom over these years, here's my question. At what point did Tom go from being a client that you were instructed to interview because, you know, he's a paying client, to a friend? When I understood what he was talking about and could talk about it...
2: Casually, rather than like totally having to prepare, because like I'm not really a financial genius, and so I needed to learn. Like when I was going to sit down with Tom, I felt a responsibility to him um, to do my homework and to be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and be prepared um, for a discussion that's going to elicit the information that he needs to get out to his potential and current clients, right? You reinforce their confidence in you when you talk to a current client and you get other people to start thinking about it. And then they might hear you and go, Ooh, I don't have a plan. Ooh, I'm still in my 401k and I'm 60, you know, that sort of thing. And then they move from, Ooh, I'm scared I, I'm not there to. I need to pull the trigger I should sit down with Tom I should you know what I mean like you they. you got to keep
1: them yeah. engaged but didn't you find though that it's it's uh, again you're a professional you did your homework you know how to sit down with the client you know what questions to ask because you're selling it's what you're doing you're good at it you know how to do it but there's a point and with Tom it's like all that goes out the window because just as a human being he's just um, one of us yeah super
2: fun and to talk to and very relatable makes it very understandable yeah Yeah. which accelerated into feeling more like a friend than just an interview because I got it he talks to me like he has to talk to every new client uh, or potential client yeah and so that that allowed me to just relax and um know that my questions and how I ask them they're they might be offbeat they might be you know but they're real people questions. That's my stock and trade is yeah, I'm a real exactly person. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of the things
0: I've always enjoyed about our interviews is uh, I don't think either one of us come to those super prepared. It's not like we're following a script. It's just a conversation. Yes. Um, and one of the key things to my business is just talking in English. Just so people understand, um, because you can get caught up in all this jargon and nonsense.
2: It's their money. It's their lives that you're uh, talking about. That's right. And when you talk above their heads, or you use jargon and lingo that they can't relate to... uh, Mm. They, it's like no connection, right? That's right. Exactly and right. they have to feel that you're taking them by the arm and you have their best
1: interest in mind and that you're going to help see them through.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right.
1: That's exactly what he does, too. That's what we, we've talked about, the model here at Jacobs Financial Services. It's not, you pay me, I'll I'll handle all your cash. I'm like you, Kath. I'm not a money person at all. Mm-hmm. I just assume i like to make it, yeah. but I also like <laughs> to spend it. Yeah. But I I'm, I, want to save some. I'd like to hang on to what I've worked my whole career for. And I don't, but I don't want to know. Just do it. But I yeah. better trust you if I'm handing over. You just said it's yeah. their money the way you said it. Yeah. And the thing about Jacobs is there's no fee. It's like he, it came from a place of need with the whole story with his parents. And if you haven't heard the story with your parents, yeah. they lost everything. Uh, well, half of everything. And yep. you thought, why did this happen? And mm-hmm. you educated yourself on how that to make that not happen for others. And so it's a real model. It's not just a sales thing. Mm-hmm. It really does work. It's, it's not a sexy thing, but it's, it'll make you never lose your cash.
0: Well, here's the thing. It's not just my parents. My parents were the ones that opened my eyes. But yeah. the crisis in America today is over 90% of the people approaching retirement have the majority of their retirement assets in a spot where they could use it yeah. lose it. And the volatility we're seeing in the world today, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just looking at a, a statement from a client, they're down 30% this year, and they want to retire next year. It's like, boy, are we going to be able to retire next year? Do Ouch. we have to work longer? Uh, stop the madness. I mean, we're in some crazy times, and now's not a time to be gambling with yep. that really important retirement money.
2: How did you decide, Tom, um, that that the products that you Advise people on. How did you decide that was what you believed in yeah. and wanted to translate that to other people?
0: So when my parents went through their financial challenges, um, I'm not in this business. I'm not in this world, and I step in to try and figure out. A, how is this possible? Mm -hmm. And what could have been done? And looking at all the financial products, all the different things out there, stumbled into insurance products, realized, hey, there's a lot of value in guarantees and safety and security. And, um, you know, if you're 20, 30, 40, you probably should be a little bit more of a gunslinger. You've got the time to go up and down. But if you're approaching retirement or you're already retired, you don't have time to get it back. Mm Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, I mean it is absolutely the truth. I mean it's 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 hard when you have saved your entire life and you just you just need answers and this is the answer guy. And much like you when I first met him it was just kind of on an unofficial, you know, all right, I'll come and meet you. I'll see what you're about. Let's see. And by the end of it I was like because where have you been all my life? Because I think if you've seen <laughs> Tom Jacobs on television, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. And now the billboards, he's everywhere. But but do you know him? And that's why I really wanted to do this podcast, because I wanted people to get to know him, because he's extremely trustworthy.
2: Yeah, I think trust is, is super important, because that first meeting, when a person sits down with you, they're bearing their soul. They're saying... Maybe I didn't save as well as I should have. Maybe I don't have enough in my pot for you to deal with, Tom. Right. Um, I'm or I really have no idea. That's me, my ignorance. Like I, I really don't know what to do. You I know, seen. and so um, trust is so very important. And that first meeting is like anxiety plus because you're gonna, you're laying yeah. everything out. you, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. It's, you, you talk about the first meeting here too. and I, have you been in the office?
2: I never before? This is my first time. Swanky cat the
1: thing <laughs> swanky, The thing about um, Tom Jacobs, you've dealt with Tom, and Tom is the face and he but Tom actually has done a really great thing here. He's hired people that are as trustworthy as he is. and the a lot of women work here, um, smart. It's smart on your part. But a lot of women work here. And the um, atmosphere here and the people, it just, he just, it's magic in a bottle. Mm-hmm. It is. And it, I don't know how he did it. And it's, its you hire a good person and then they know good people and they know good people and they know good people. And they all want to, you have a waiting list of people who want to work here. I do. Because it's, a, it's just that kind of place. You wow. Know, that's a yeah. privilege, isn't yeah. it?
0: It's really cool. Yeah. I, I talked to my colleagues and one of their biggest problems is hiring and how do we find mm-hmm. the right people? And I don't really relate well to that because, as you said, Michelle, almost everybody here came from somebody that was already here. Um, and people that are here don't want to bring duds in. They want to bring in A players. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because we truly work as a team. We're compensated as a team. If, if they win, I win. Um, yeah. So everybody wants to surround themselves with really great people.
1: And the process. I'm also a client here, so the process is: you can meet with Tom, or you can meet with actually Terry DeBoer now, which is really kind of cool. She's doing the seminars, and you can meet with Mike, and you can sit down. You can meet with these people, and then they pass you off to the next person, and I, and I mean, pass you off in, in every great way. Um, all because there's them. a team It surrounds yes. you. Yeah, all of yeah. them. And by the way, when when I'm sitting here doing this podcast, and a client walks in. Everybody comes up and greets. Hey, Sue, how are you? How's your husband? How are the kids doing? It's unbelievable. I mean, you have thousands of clients, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, if I said name them all, he probably could. <laughs> probably <laughs> you could. And, and they also do some fun, you know, they do fun things for the clients here. There's parties. There's all of the above. But but the team here is amazing. And you'll have to I'll have to walk you through today. It, your focus
2: on women, um, do women still hold the purse strings and they make the decisions? Or when you sit down with, with a couple, let's say, Yeah. women really the ones who are deciding?
0: Oftentimes, you know, I sit down with a couple. Women are, are just naturally more bent towards safety, security, and guarantees. Hmm. Guys oftentimes are a little bit more of risk takers. When I share what we do and how we do it, Oftentimes, I can see the woman kicking the husband under the table. Hey, we need to do this, Fred. (laughs) Uh, Put your ego aside. You know, one of the biggest things that kills retirement plan, there's two killers, but one of the biggest ones is ego. Um, Mm. uh, You know, I'm going to tell you about my bond laddering portfolio and my EFT strategy, and I'm I'm up 18% (laughs) this year. And I just say, hey, hey, time out. Just just time out. I'm a boxing fan. My favorite boxer of all time is Mike Tyson. And here's what Mike Tyson says. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) and you guys have all been punched in the face everyone listening to this podcast you're down you have less money in your retirement account right now than you did november 15th of 2021 Mm. you have less money you've taken a hit what if the next punch puts you on the mat and you can't get up or by the time you get up it's too damn late um let's take that off the table you work too hard for this money let's put it in a spot where you can't lose it Mm.
2: Hey, speaking of boxing, let's talk about those photos of you I see on the billboards where you're doing the muscle <laughs> flex. Uh, what? Yeah,
0: you know, it's interesting. But then we did started that, <laughs> gosh, five or six years ago. And um, I created that initial billboard design, and we haven't changed it. That's our Nike swoosh now. I mean, yeah, yeah. That it's is it's our brand. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where that came from.
2: Yeah. So now I'm seeing Terry on the billboards with you, too. And that's a cool move. You talk about people wanting um, trust Right. And women. she her whole career as a meteorologist is about trust. Exactly so right. she's really got that brand built in this community. So that's gonna Wouldn't be we great hired for you.
0: Terry, the next morning I got an email from you. That's a good get.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Aww. love that. And,
0: and the reason that's a good get is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Terry is such a trusted person in our community yeah. and has got that stability and uh, she's the perfect demographic for what we do. So yeah. um, we are so excited about Terry being able to you know do what I do, Can kind of be the face of Jacob's financial health. People get to know us, um, so yeah, we're thrilled. Yeah, it's a lot awesome. of fun,
1: and there are seminars. And it's funny you talk about women; we're doing uh, these all women seminars. We're doing things just for women only, and Terry's hosting those. And what a perfect thing! I mean, people, men uh, trust Terry, women trust Terry, and that's just how you know that's just how it is. And so it's it it is it's a lot of fun, and I kind of love that he you know he. Grabbed her from broadcasting. Like, yeah, I, yeah. like I'm a, you know, you like it. he recognizes it. Um, and speaking of broadcasting, so I want to be forward, done here today. I do want to go back to your career and your history, Kath. I want to yeah. go back to your, if you had to say, do you have anything that stands out in your mind, a story that you've done in West Michigan or a story that you've done on a national scale or something mm-hmm. that sticks out that has always stuck with you or that you, gosh, that was great. Besides or, our interviews. <laughs> besides sitting so. yeah. yeah. with oh, Tom, Well, then I'm out. (laughs) I mean am I putting you on the spot
2: no you're not really putting me on the spot I have funny stories I do a lot of speaking engagements and when you do one you get requests for two and three more and then you do what you know so I I do I just I do a lot of storytelling and I talk about you know the things that have happened in my career you know the the changes in our industry it's rapid fire both in terms of technology how people receive information the whole bit so you have to stay up 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 with all of that but back in the day there was a change in the industry toward, um, family friendly news. Like when there was, you, 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 you took you sanitized all the news that was a, an interesting time and then there was a there was a real move toward like kind of tabloid journalism yeah and all those tabloid shows were coming on the scene and so I had a news director who wanted to do a, how to survive a gunshot wound which in order to do you must be shot you know what? like that was weird <laughs> and then he wanted me to do a, there were people getting kid uh, stuffed <laughs> in their trunks at the mall and so he wanted to stuff me in a trunk Did you and then anything? he also wanted to do a th- <laughs> about airbags and he wanted me to like explode an air the story was you know like people are being killed by airbags he wanted to explode an airbag on me I was like are you kidding he goes well maybe we'll look for volunteer in the newsroom I said what mm. That's odd. That person is long gone. But, um, <laughs> Our fresh test dummy How about? Oh, yeah, my Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that's kind of funny. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been mauled by a pig on the air. That was fun. I know, dude, because they want you to do these gimmicky things. Mauled by a pig? Where was this? Remember when George Clooney got a pot belly pig? Yes. And it was really a big deal, and everybody wanted a pot belly pig. So I had this veterinarian who came in with a woman who owned a pot belly pig to talk about, you know, what, what the care and keeping of a pig is because they you know they're in your house and they potty in a litter box and the whole thing and so she so we made this little pen on the floor and the vet and i got down on the floor with the pig and it had a few snacks you know some grapes just to keep it quiet you know some grapes and some cobs of corn anyway as i'm down on my knees the pig rolls the corn in between my legs and is trying to get at the corn cob and i'm at this point it's like jamming its head you know into my nether regions and so i'm screaming like help you know and it's all live on the air and i'm Pushing on the pig's forehead and I got bit by the pig. Can we get a clip of that? Oh, it's we hilarious. You got by the, we, I got bitten by the pig, so did my producer. We ended up at a med station and the nurses all there were like, Oh my gosh, we were watching. That's so hilarious. And you're like, bleeding so that from kind the of nether. stuff. No, it was my hand. No, he didn't bite me down there. Oh my. No. <laughs> He bit me in the hand. Yeah. So anyway. Oh my God, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) That one I usually act out when I tell it, but
1: I'll spare you that experience. Oh my my Lord. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. See, doesn't this go quick? Will you come back? Oh, I'd be happy to. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. No, not the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) Um, I'm so happy you're here. And then, will you be now? Do you still? Will you still be talking to Tom? Do you guys still? Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Yeah, we we're taking a little break from TV here this quarter, and we're putting our plans together for Q1, and um, really impressed with ZZM. They've been a great partner of ours, and we're looking forward to getting back on the air.
1: Yeah, when, I first, when I first came in here, he said, do you know Catherine Bear and I go... I love Catherine, Barrett. <laughs> Catherine Barrett, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun.
0: Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment, tax, or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.